I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Hello, welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. This is Kate. And this is Mike. I am so excited because today is my amazing husband's birthday. Happy birthday, honey. Thanks. Well, actually not today that we're recording, but the day that it comes out, you know, it's all weird right. doing it in the future. In the future. But thank you very much. I but appreciate But the day that. this is live, I'm pretending yeah. that today for the next hour while we record this podcast is your birthday. Great. And in honor of my amazing husband's birthday, this episode is all about how smart he is. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. We're going to, she's going to ask me questions to show how smart I am. So. Because I, I have a lot you, to live up for here. Up to, I should say. You do not have a lot to live up to. You can just be yourself. I know. But Mike, since you have come into my life, well, A, I love you and we have a lot of fun and I love raising our kids together. But from a business and logistics standpoint, there has been a major side benefit of everything in life. In our life runs really smoothly because of you. I contribute a very small amount to that and largely it's you. And so for those listening, I'm going to ask as though I was an overwhelmed, frazzled business owner trying to grow, but feeling like I have too much to do and not enough time and energy and money to do it. I'm going to ask Mike questions from that perspective on how I could, we could fix the situation because he's really good at that. And that's what he does with his one-on-one clients. And that's what he'll be doing with our students in the online business playbook that is coming up to launch next week. So you can go to katenorthup.com forward slash playbook to get on the VIP wait list for that because we only have a hundred spots. So Anyway, so we're going to we're going to go for it. Is there do, do we want to do a review or anything before we start or should we just dive in? Uh, I did not prepare. Right. Um, we're diving in. We'll we have a limited amount of reviews time. Reviews next week. I have my therapy session. Mike has therapy, so we got to get this in. I had so a you workout have to be brilliant in a short amount of time. I had a workout podcast therapy. All right. So know? first question. I want to know when you have worked with your one-on-one small business consulting clients, what are the th- top three biggest like clusters that you would say right the three biggest cesspools of lost energy time and wasted you know wasted energy that you see with your clients like the top three areas yeah i basically start it's the same thing for everyone for the for very first thing is like i have not worked with somebody yet that has a very clear picture Uh, I take that back. There was one client who came to the table with like where all the money came from in their business. So, and then where's it going? Oh, well, now that I'm rethinking about that client, it was uh, half of the part. So, because her business also did a lot of cash. So then there was no track on the cash. The credit card uh, payments that went through Stripe, she tracked, but not the cash payments. So... That is, it's looking at the financial situation. We've talked about this on the podcast before, how you allocate 
you and I really cleaned up our financial game and we've been really consistent on that for about three to four years now. And just it's changed in magnitudes, right? Like your book came out in 2013. And even, even though the book came out then, I think as a couple together, we didn't have it really nailed down yet. Oh, and it's an ongoing, and it's, it's like continue, a yoga practice right. or a meditation practice. Right. Your money stuff is, a, it's a practice. You're never going to nail it and be like, great, done with my money relationship. No, because it expands. Because it's like, if I think of, I'll just talk about us for a second. Like in 2013, 2014, like it was us running our business and maybe like a, a graphic designer, subcontractor, an assistant, like it was very small. And now that we have people that are on basically full-time payroll, it's much different, right? How we manage our money today is different than what it was four years ago. And the only reason we were able to expand to have full-time people on payroll and take this five-month parental leave that we are done with, sort of. Well, kind of. Starting tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that we got our money shit straight. I mean, honestly, I yes, would say that 100%. if you if we could track it back to a single decision, it was setting up a financial system with our financial coach, our money coach, Melissa Sweet. You can find her at melissasweetmoney.com and then sticking with the system. Yes. And it's been the consistency of sticking with the system over time. We've talked about our money love dates. So when I work with the clients, it's the same thing. I say, what is your financial picture? So earlier this year, before Ruby was born in April, I had quite a few clients that took place in January to April. And the very first thing we started every single time was like, what's your money picture look like? You know, and a lot of them, I said, what I want to see your revenue and expenses for 2017 and not able to deliver that. Right. So it's getting very clear. Even right now we're recording this. It comes out on September 4th. Do you have a clear financial picture for your business from January to September now? And like what does any a clear ballpark. financial so picture include? I want to know how much money has been made in a revenue standpoint. So let's just say $100,000 was made from... We're just going to keep it very easy and simple math here. So there's $100,000 made from January to September. And that way I know like I made $100,000. Well, it's coming September, so you won't know your September numbers. Anyway, August. Let's just say January through August. <laughs> Whatever. So I made $100,000. That's fantastic, right? But then also, what's the back end of that? How much was... Ex how, what were the expenses? Like, what's your rent? What is your utilities? You know, so let's just... I'm going to just talk like you're a solo entrepreneur. So maybe there's one or two people part of your business. So much smaller businesses instead of because really what I've been working with is people that are making over a hundred thousand dollars in the business. And there's not a lot, there's not a large, it's not like a corporation where there's 10,000 people, but the biggest thing for these smaller entrepreneurs is to look at what are their expenses. So how much was your rent? If you have an office, no office, just, and then you have business expenses and personal expenses, right? So I'm going to say a bunch of these things, but you need to make sure you know what your business expenses were. So how much is your software system each month? What's your website cost to run? What does your mail system, you, you know, how you send emails out? Where does that look at? If it's a brick and mortar business, what does your rent cost to rent your space? What does your inventory cost look like? What does your, like how much are you spending on clothing? What's your marketing budget? Do you have a marketing budget? Are you paying somebody for social media management? Clothing is not tax deductible just for the record. No, I mean clothing in the store. Like it, let's say you have oh, a... Oh, you know, inventory. Like inventory, yes. Okay, sorry. Yes. So, 
Okay, so those so are many like... female entrepreneurs try to find a way to write off clothing, and I just want to say I'm not a CPA. It's not tax deductible. Yeah, we're not gonna. I'm just gonna give examples here. Yeah, There's not. Totally. Need, I don't take any of this. Like this is not tax advice, right? So because you can go in the loophole of like there is an avenue to write off clothing if it's for photo shoots, etc. That are on your website. People, some people do that, right? So, but nothing. What we're saying here, as a big disclaimer, has anything to do with deductions on taxes, etc. So like look at your business expenses like what is your your gas bill your cable bill like even though we have a home office because here in the united states we can write some of our internet off we can write off our utilities because working from home right these are all in as i said make sure you work with your tax accountant as we go through this so it's getting a clear financial picture of what that looks like if you have payroll how much are you paying people right so you minus revenue minus expenses so if my expenses is eighty thousand dollars through august you have $20,000 remaining. Which is your? Profit. Super simple, right? It's super simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Because when you look at these financial spreadsheets that companies put out, like the quarterly reports or the year, they're so overwhelming. And when our accountant and bookkeeper sends us our numbers, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what this stuff means. You know, so I just ask questions about what is actually taking place here. We also don't you know, we don't have loans out. We don't, we don't have loans from, we're not borrowing money. We're not raising money. So that gets more complicated when you start moving that direction. So it's just starting there. And then, so that was the business layout, but also what does it require for you to run your personal life? Kate's done a great job in money, a love story. You can get it on paperback, audio versions, Kindle, and just getting the clarity, the emotional clarity when it comes to dealing with your money stuff. So if you're mucky, when it comes to dealing with your money, it's like time to get it cleared up. So I would start with one reference, one book, start there, put in the activities, like just buy Kate's book or leave a podcast review on this. One might show up in the mail or something, right? So it's, you just start there and you start working through your money stuff as you go through it. So then you have your personal expenses. How much do you spend on groceries? How much do you do this? And Kate and I don't really have a budget. So I'm not working with my clients expecting like get on a budget, right? We know the revenue that's coming in, the expenses coming in and we're clear on what are. And then we were working with Melissa Sweet. It helped us plan for us in the future. So with the clients, it's just understanding the first thing I want to know when I'm working with them, just how much money did you make? You know, and I have no, and how much did you keep? Right. Cause you might say, well, I don't have the $20,000. Most likely that's probably true. Cause you got to pay taxes. You got all these other things that happen. Your home expenses, your home expenses, right. And profit. But at least we know we're like, okay, we're in the ballpark. So then it's looking at where are we spending all of our money? I had one client who ran a live event and spent a tremendous amount of money on this live event for the amount of revenue she brought in. She was in the whole thousands of dollars. And I was like, common. Yeah. And I was like, what just happened? You know, it's like for us running live events, every single one, depending on what type of an event it is, but the goal is always to at least break even for us, you know, and I know that's not reality for everyone. So, but for us, it's like, I don't want to be in the whole hundreds of thousands of dollars just to put an event on because that's not sustainable right no unless you're doing some major selling from stage and like you know you're going to make up that revenue with something else you sell at that event correct but we haven't had that model that that we haven't done that up to this point so it's also looking at that clear financial picture because you got to get out of the muck with that your cash is running a business or just living your life like if you have a job and you have money that comes in and comes out like getting a clear financial picture on your cash flow 
is the lifeblood of your business. It's like the blood in your veins, right? At this moment in time in the United States of America, in the world, we work on this financial transactions. So it's making sure regardless of how much money you make, regardless of where you live, it's just like getting clear on getting that blood flowing smoothly inside of your financial system. So it's your, it's looking at your life. You know, it's like you hear all the stories about people that win the lottery that lose the money. And it's just, it's, if we're not clear on our financial picture, winning the lottery is not going to help us because we end up just losing it in the next 10 years. Right. So it's making sure we're cleaning all of that up. And there's a variety of reasons things happen like that. But that's the first thing we work on in the business. The second thing is we look at all of the income streams. So we're breaking down how does this business. So not only what is the how much money. So let's just say hundred thousand dollars in the business is made, but where is that coming from? So if the person has, or the company has like 25 different offerings or 10 different offerings or five different offerings, and they're feeling very muddled in what they're actually like promoting or how, where they should be promoting, it's reducing those down. Where are the biggest bang for the bucks? Yes, Kate. Can I give an example? Sure. Yeah. My cousin, Rachel Northrup runs a sock shop. It's called the purple doorknob. And it's in Ellicottville, New York. But you can also shop from them on thepurpledoorknob.com. It's a fabulous little whimsical store. And she was just visiting with her fiance, Scotty, who's been a really good friend of Mike's. So that's like a fun love story. And she was I was asking her about the business. And she was like, we are currently clearing out our like we have a system for our socks where we have our like, I don't know, remember what she called it, but like our A pluses and then. The ones that sell a lot. Right. The ones that sell a lot. And so basically she's getting really systematic where she wants to fill her store primarily with the A's and filter out the B's, the C's, the D's, because there's no point in paying rent for housing socks that don't sell. So it's the very same thing with your revenue streams. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to give a practical example so people understand what we're saying. Like there's no point in her wasting her rent money on socks that don't sell. So you don't want to waste your energy and expenses on revenue that are income streams that don't sell. Correct. You don't want to put effort into things that are not bringing in revenue or that are bringing in revenue for like way more effort than is. You might spend 90% of your time promoting this thing that brings in 10% of your revenue. And what Kate is referring to in a retail business, like that shelf space, right? There's another name for it. Point of sale. No, that's where the transaction take place. I learned about this when I worked at Philip Morris, because if you walk around a grocery store, this is a great example. And you look at the end caps, those are considered very hot sale positions. So like brands want to get on the end caps. So they do. And the end caps are usually sale items. There's a reason they're sale items because they're going to sell a lot more stuff and they're going to make more money based off the sale. Like, and it's the same thing with clothing, right? If you look at the end of summer sale, like this is all marketed and tracked and data driven. It's incredible. Like it's just it, the amount of data that people know and what sells and what doesn't and how, what the approximation, it's really out of control. But, and we, I learned a lot about this at, at Philip Morris selling cigarettes, like, because we went to this training about where they, Philip Morris wants positioning in gas stations and where they sell cigarettes right in front of your face. So when you walk in, that's what you see is the Marlboro brand and they wanted you to buy. So it's the same with your online business and it's the same with uh, if you have like a motorcycle shop. So we do, we start there. It's like, where's the income and expenses coming through? And now the third piece is it's a little bit different for each person because we work on 
what does the future planning look like? Like my buddy and I, uh, we did our first workout in the Watts gym this week. And we talked about like, I'm like, what is your workout plan? He's like, well, I just kind of work out in the basement and do some things. But we did this 20 minute AMRAP as many, it's called as many reps as possible, many rounds as possible for 20 minutes. And it was just straight body work, pull-ups, sit-ups, and air squats, or excuse me, pull-ups, push-ups, and air squats. All it was body work. And he's like, I haven't worked out that efficiently forever. And I was like, yeah, it, it felt great. Like I really was excited about it. I don't know if it felt great. You two, when I, I walked out to the garage the minute you guys finished and you both were like doubled over, not able to talk. So no, it was, it uh, well, like it was also very hot. Great. No, it was my, <laughs> Ben was like, I think your husband's trying to kill me. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> it did feel good afterwards. <laughs> but the it is it's a thing it's like you go in these things and you feel like you're gonna die in the middle of it but then it's like it feels good when you're done and i was just texting with him today and he's like we should put a game plan together for workouts i was like yeah if it goes in the calendar most likely it'll happen so with us like he can work out in the morning but with then i have to make sure that there's kate covers the kids you know it's like so we just have to make sure it's planned out and i said as long as we plan it it's the same thing with your future outlook of your business and that's what i help all of my clients with it's like because the way I structure my consulting schedule with folks is basically there's a in one day deep dive intensive and that looks uh, either they can fly to Maine or if it's international, we can do it on Zoom over the course of two days or in the United States if we would to do it over Zoom over two days. But if it's in the United States, it's great to just meet people in person. Plus coming to Maine is awesome. So in that session of the all day session, we pretty much break down and we look at the future because what I noticed, just like with the workout I share with Ben, is that a lot of us are just going from month to month and week to week and just like really trying. We're scattered. We're like, we should do it this week. We should do it this week. But what's really been beneficial for us. And if you think about a great example is to always think about the. I just use the iPhone as an example because it's easy, right? Every September time frame, there is a, a Apple announcement. They're going to announce the new iPhone. It's going to be very similar to the previous iPhone, but they have been working on this iPhone for probably the past year to two years, right? So they're already working on if iPhone 11 or whatever they name it comes out this year, they're already working on 12 and 13 and 14, most likely what's going to come out in the future. So they're planning for the future. It's not able at a company that's that size and producing that manufacturing to say, Okay, great. We just launched iPhone 10 last September. Let's get iPhone 11 going because it's unrealistic. It's the same thing with cars. Think of massive projects, right? It's as they transition from year to year to year models, they're already working on that because they have to change equipment over. They have to, it's like the molds have to change how this equipment's produced. They have to get the product manufacturers in line. They're already producing all of this information or already preparing for this in the launch in the future. So it's the same thing with our business. We started looking at, it was like basically growing month to month for Kate and myself. Like, that's how it was happening for a while. And then we were like, okay, what can we do one month from now? And then it was like, okay, let's look two months from now. So by the time clients are finished working with me and I don't work with clients to say like, you're with me for the next 12 years. Like that doesn't make any sense. If it works out that way, great. But also it, that's not the goal here. The goal is for, I want to be able to help them implement something that in the next six months, next three to six months, they can see direct results. And then if they have to come back for a tune-up, great. But if not, where's a minimum usually of like, we do the full day deep dive and then we do a three month program together. And then at the three months we say, do we need to continue this for six, for a couple more months? And we go month to month until I, I just actually was with a client and I was like, I think it's time for us to take a break. Basically I was like, 
you know, I just, I feel like you're not, you're doing what you need to do, but it's also, there's a lot of other things happening right now. So it's like, let's transition off this and let's re let's touch base at the end of the year and see how things are going. So it's looking, it's the planning piece. So number one is the financial clarity that takes place. Number two is what's the income and expenses. And then number three is looking at what does the future look like along with the future in there because I'm good at this stuff regarding of what I'm talking about now, there's a lot of other blockages that come up there. So personal limitations, why are you doing this? What's happened in your life? What's personally going on in your life? Like there's a lot of the, there's the masculine energy side that's the drive, go, 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 go. And then there's the feminine energy side that we really balance both of them and look at the whole picture. So each client with the future projection standpoint, because there's like, uh, I would say bonus tip four is what, or the fourth thing that we work on in a lot of this is looking at, I'm able to look at the whole, like I'm able to work with somebody for about two, especially if we're in person, two to four hours and get a really good picture of what's going on. And then we can start planning for like they are finding because as we're growing, just like Kate and I, just like, you know, a few podcast episodes ago about my skin and like the growth and what's happening in my own life. It's, that was the life is hard. Here's what to do about an episode. Yeah. So if you, you haven't heard that one, thank you so much. People have been like emailing me with tips of skin rashes, stuff and all that stuff. Like, guys, I am like, open. I am just, you know. I'm doing medical intuitives. I'm doing angel card readings. I'm doing functional medicine. I'm doing, I'm seeing everybody because why not? And then I'm just like, you know, I'm taking all of their, I'm tracking what everybody says, just putting a spreadsheet and just like, great. You know, I'm not looking for the end all solution for all of this, Which but it's a really smart idea. Our friend Kathy gave Mike the yeah. idea to put it all in a spreadsheet. Thanks Kathy. And so I'm just like tracking it and I'm just like open to whatever at this point in time. So I don't really need any more suggestions, but uh, thank you. <laughs> For just from that standpoint, I appreciate all the input that's been happening from this point moving forward. Unless I, you know, not able to, unless you get a hit out there in the universe and my, you're like, this is for Mike. It's his birthday after all. So, you know, send it over. But anyway, the, it is the, the fourth part is, is like what's going on personally. So I met a guy in a coffee shop. This kind of goes with this fourth part because this is how I work with the clients is. So you have the structure and the system that's in place because all of this stuff is about systematizing their business. Like I'm good at the systems. My brain thinks like an engineer, went to school for engineering. I work everything as engineer. I walk around our house looking at how things can be put in a place that's more efficient, like constantly it's little nuts. You know, like I'm in the garage working out I'm in between sets and I'm like, hmm. I was like, if I put a shelf there, that means I can put this, this, and this there. And of course, like, and I'm he just, likes to discuss it with me. And yeah, I'm like, I annoyed. don't care. Just do it. <laughs> but there was somebody that brought, I met this dude in a coffee shop. I was in Las Vegas. I was at an event and he said, I don't, this guy was like 60 some years old or 70 years old. And he was there, he was retired and he goes to Vegas on the weekends from the Bay area to sing. And he sings in these bars and casinos. That is so fun. Yeah. So he just flies down. He does a couple gigs and then he flies home and he's like, it's like my dream come true. And he's like, I just come down, I do a thing and then I go home and he goes, I learned something a long time ago about the mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional aspects of your life. And he goes, that's the way I look at my life. So I just draw like a square or a circle and I just, there's four parts. There's the mental, the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual aspect. I just like to take a measure of those every once in a while and just see where things are at. And then as I'm working with my clients, mentally, I am checking these boxes off as we're talking about things. So if somebody mentions like they've been sick, I'd be like, oh, physically, 
something's happening with their health. Like, and so as I'm working with them, I start to put these pieces together and then I'll dig deeper with them as we move forward with what's, you know, as we're working together. So can you give me an example? Because I'm somebody who does not think in systems, obviously. We know this about me. So, I mean, I'm actually pretty organized for you know, regular people, but not compared to my husband. No, I mean, he's a great <laughs> example for you. Like, just so people, I mean, people understand listening. You're the big picture. Like you, yes. Kate goes the, like two weeks ago. This is a great example. So we moved our house layout is a little wonky. They put a downstairs master the way they build it. We didn't technically want a downstairs master. So we moved into this bonus room area that we call the upstairs master in our house it's it's huge like it's it's crazy i don't it's way too big for a bedroom that we wanted and but it works out great so kate's like you know i've been you know i've been feeding ruby and i've just been looking at our bedroom and i feel like we could redo it one day and actually create a real master up there so the first so so that's what she comes down she gets all excited she's like we could put the closets over here the bathrooms or whatever she's like i don't know how we'd figure it out but this is my vision she visions these big ideas and this is how our business has worked, really. It's these big vision ideas. And then basically she tells me about it right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, another big project, another big vision that somehow I have to implement at this moment in time, which I don't have to, but this is the way that I'm, this is part of my skin journey. It's like letting go of, of what that, it doesn't have to be done right now. It can be done in five years from now, 10 years from now, right. whatever. Like right? your zone of genius is implementation, but it's also your biggest downfall. Correct. Is obsession with implementation. That and this is, is for all of us, yes. right? Our biggest strength is also usually right. the shadow side is our biggest weakness. And the same thing, use big vision and it's the big project and it's one from the next and to the next. And then I overwhelm right? myself. Then you overwhelm and yourself. I do too much. much. Yeah, and you do too much. So it's for us, it's basically Kate comes up with the big ideas and then it's like, how is that going to take place? You know, so then I'll work through the implementation piece. So that just explains our. But I wanted to know if you could give, you know, obviously without giving details about your clients, because that's private. But if you could give an example of some of the types of systems that you can see that will help people when they come to you that maybe they hadn't seen, because this is one of the things we'll be working on in your session with the online business playbook. Yep. You and Akila are working together. Akila is our entreport goddess, you know, really yep. like getting systems sorted. And when I met Mike, I didn't have any systems. I was a one woman show and I did, I updated my website. I did the Aweber. I created the content. I edited my videos on iMovie. I did all the things myself and I had zero systems. I just sort of like did them in the order they needed to be done. And there was a lot of like scrambling and last minute stuff, but we don't operate that way anymore. No, I'll tell you the <laughs> number one system thing that we do, not about software or whatever, but it's the communication. So it's about how you communicate with your organization and your team. Because right now we live in a world, we have Slack, we have text messaging, we have Facebook messaging, we have Instagram messaging, we have email, we have multiple emails. Most of us have multiple emails. We have project management softwares, maybe Basecamp and then Slack. And then we have Asana and then we have uh, Voxer, Voxer, Marco Polo, and then we have WhatsApp, WhatsApp and then Marco Polo Skype. and then we, uh, Skype. And we have all of these. Yeah, well, I mean, the list can go on and on. There is an endless, there's a, oh, and there's actually, you could call somebody. There's like a phone <laughs> that you could pick up. Or you could FaceTime. Or you could FaceTime. I love calling people. I love talking on the phone. And I just, I do. I love talking on the phone with people. 
And I do not like it. I know. Not many people like talking on the phone to me, but I like talking on the phone. I don't know. Like it's tough, you know, getting people on the phone is hard, but I just, I really enjoy like having a chit chat with somebody. Every time I get in the car, I'm like, who can I chat with? And I'm just like, I call and then, you know, it's a limited time. Cause I got to go to the grocery store. So it's a five minute call. Like what's it's up? It's so funny. Cause I'm the opposite. When I have time in the car by myself, I don't even listen to the radio. <laughs> I love to drive to Portland in silence. <laughs> I did that the other day. It was really nice. Oh, I was so like, I'm just going to turn all this It's the best. Yeah, it's great. So it, it's looking at what is the, because I know a lot of clients, like, especially let's just say the personal brand space, right? So if you're, if you're the face of your organization, let's just take Kate Northrop, right? You're the face of your Kate Northrop brand, right? If people are coming to you for the answers, but then you're trying to communicate with, let's say your graphic designer over here on the left via text messaging. You're communicating with your assistant via Basecamp. You're communicating with your videographer via Facebook Messenger. You're communicating with your social media manager or something, I don't know, whatever else you guys, what you got, developer or whatever on Asana because that's the system they work on, right? So right there, I just named four different systems plus texting people plus being inside of slack because that's the great thing people are like slack's awesome we used to use slack then we had Basecamp, and then we had text messaging and then we what we noticed though is that it's very disconnected because not everyone sees the communication so if something is relevant let's say let's just as a great example let's say i need to i need to i'm writing a i'll just say mike is writing a blog post it needs graphics created for the blog post and then we're going to basically, then we're going to post that on Instagram and then we're going to email it out to my newsletter list. Pretty standard, right? A blog writing blog post. It knows there's other steps. There's an editor, et cetera, like somebody to review it. We're just going to keep it simple. I'm going to write the blog post. It needs to be sent via through Entreport to the newsletter list and I need graphics created so I can post it on Instagram. Okay. So if all of a sudden I write the blog post and I'm done, let's say I write it in Word doc on my computer, right? And I just write it in a Word doc. Okay, well now I gotta upload it to something. Maybe I email it over to an editor. She writes it, edits it, and then she sends it to my assistant who uploads it to my WordPress site. Okay, pretty standard operation. But everything is done via email. But then I need graphics for that. So then I go and email Joe to say, Joe, I need, I need graphics for this headline for this blog post, or I send him a message on Slack, graphics created, and then he's like, great. And then he sends me a message back that it's done. Well, then I want Haley to take the graphics and upload it to Instagram, right? And this is like, and then it's, as you can see, we went from a streamlined process of blog post, entreport, social media with graphics, right? It's four steps. But now I've just created like 25 steps for myself. And then by the end of the week, you're like, oh my gosh, getting that blog post out to the world was the most exhausting thing ever. Because you are the bottleneck. I'm the bottleneck because I'm the one in charge. So what I find the most problems that happens, it's number one is we as business owners, if we have a team helping us, it's yeah. Letting go of control, especially if you're the one that started this, is one of the hardest things to do. Is we have to, and for myself, like that has been one of the hardest things for me to do over the past year, or I wouldn't say the hardest, but it's been my biggest growth lesson in the past year since Licia came on board with us. Now it's over a year, but is to trust 100% that she can, that she'll take care of it and she'll get it done and handle it. And that's what I've been working really good on. And I think in the last, 
you know, it's been fantastic. So I've been working through that, but then also that's allowing me to let go. And then also, and I've done that over the course of the years, but with clients, it's the same thing where just because your name's on it, yes, you want to maybe get approval before it goes out the door, which is fine, but allowing the team to grow and the trust factor will be there and that you allow that team to take place. They can run it. So with what happens a lot is to eliminate all of these other communication systems. We're not going to text each other. You know, if I'm texting my team now, it's like, Joe, do you want to go get lunch? You know, it's like, Haley, can you meet for a meeting at 2 p.m. to talk about X, Y, Z? Like, it's something that's very quick. Our team does not give orders of projects that need to be done via text or email. It's all we use teamwork. Uh, I even try to not email our team and I message them within teamwork instead so that it's all in one place, which is really hard for me to do. But I have trained myself because it's an actual it's it takes it takes me longer longer because if my email is open on my computer and I do a boom, 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 done. But if I have to go into teamwork, then you got to create a message and you got to send it and you got to task who you want it to be like. It's just a much it's a little bit more of a a harder process, but it makes it harder for the person for everyone else if you email because then that communication isn't public i also wanted to say you know you really can only let go and trust other people to do things if you've hired the right people so that is something that is not we're not going to talk about in this episode didn't we do another episode i believe we did i think we did an episode we talked about about our team and building so you can go back and listen to that one and then also it is something we're going to be covering in the online business playbook is how to hire rock stars and how to manage them right we the online business we'll give you the details in online business playbook here towards the end but it's like it's really good like it's just really good anyway the communication (laughs) thing so when we're working with the clients you mean your your communicate excuse me when i'm when i'm working with my clients about communication structure it is to minimize the communication that takes place yes and it's one of the hardest things that happens for business owners because they've been doing it all of these they feel already overwhelmed they feel like they're not getting enough done there's not enough time in the day but it, it allows the freedom to allow other people because it's about allowing them to be in charge of their own departments. Yeah. So it's making sure that with when I'm working with them, who's on their team. So this also plays into the communication piece. And then what is their department? What are they in charge of? And so we just that we, that's what we end up doing as, as an example is like it's getting rid of Slack most of the time. It's getting rid of Skype. It's getting rid of WhatsApp. It's only using your project management software that you use to manage your businesses. And so Kate's over here. She keeps raising her hand. So it's really cute. But um, it's eliminating the communication avenues. It's the same thing with Kate and I. Like, is it easier for me to text her or should I go on Facebook Messenger and message her via Facebook do not to Facebook communicate, right? It's like our own communication and our own relationship. It's like, think about that for your partner or your life or your kids, right? Like, am I going to go on Instagram message and say, Penelope, can you come home, please? Like, no, she doesn't have a phone. Like, she's not on Instagram. She's three right like so it's going to be me talking with her so it's the same as it's the same avenue when we are working it's about with, streamlining it's about streamlining that so everyone knows because also inside your project manager software you can tag everyone so everyone can see it like i can go in there right now i'm not tagged on everything that happened there are no. so many things that happen in our business i have no idea i know that's what's so cool so can i give an example of a before and after sure. of this so pre you know, do less, have more lifestyle that we're living now. 
so okay so for the august how-to in origin we thought wouldn't it be cool if we crowdsourced a guide from our origin empresses from our members of practical ways that they do less to have more in their lives because we've been at this over a year i thought this is an amazing group of women they have great ideas too i don't always need to be the teacher so we thought okay that'll be cool so i had a meeting with lisa who is our head empress our community manager and lisa who's our president and we had that idea it was like great a year ago if that had happened because i this happened i would have put a whole message together explaining all of the steps and sent it out via Basecamp to our team and nothing would have happened. And then a week later, I would have checked in and had to personally like prod everybody to be like, hello, these are the steps and micromanage like each little step and ask them to do these things. And then it would have taken probably four, I would have had to ask all the empresses. I would have had to vet their answers. I would have had to personally email our graphic designer to get her to do the thing. I would have been the one emailing Mm -hmm. back and forth, getting the headshots. Like there would have been a whole thing happening there. And I would have been like formatting it, writing the connector text, all the things. What ended up happening is this time we had the meeting and like two weeks later, I get a message on teamwork. Hey, the guide is done. Can you just read through it and see if it's okay and record a two minute video introducing it? And I was like, what the fudge? This is amazing. I mean, I was just, first of all, I had sort of forgotten that we even had the idea. And so the fact that it was just sitting there done and I had to do nothing other than have the idea was so incredible. And so I just want you to know, this is what systems and streamlining can do for you. This is truly the have more by doing less because the idea happened and then it was manifested mm-hmm. without me doing bubkiss. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like a few little things. And in the meantime, I was like trying to teach Penelope to swim and trying to get my breast milk supply back. You know, I mean, like I was doing plenty of things, just like not that. And yep. so this is the future for you listening. You can have this too. This is not anything special or miraculous. You know, we didn't go to the fairy kingdom to go get like a magic wand to make it happen. If you get the systems in place and if you streamline, you really will cut out so much extra work for yourself. Yeah. It, anyone can do this, yes. right? Like you don't have to be an engineer to figure this out your brain doesn't have to think like mike's brain right it's it's about because you can train your brain to think more like mike's brain you can and then it's also helpful to find like even if you hire somebody on your team that's the opposite of you to help you with this that's good or like let's maybe you need to organize your closet right so you hire an organizer they do this professionally and then they help you establish the system. Like we had Sarah Kathleen Peck on our podcast and she was talking about like minimizing your clothes, right? She's like, yeah. And I was like, that's genius. And I went upstairs and got rid of like 30 shirts. I'm like I haven't touched this forever. And that's then also I, from watching Queer Eye. It is. But then I was like, okay. I, and then I love these workout shorts that Lululemon makes and they don't have, there's no thing on the inside. It's just like, they work out great for me. They fit good and they're nice. And I just went and bought like two pairs and I'm like, great. And they're all black, right? I don't need multiple colors. I just need to work out. So it's it, for me, it's very easy to do this because this is how I think. But you, 
the biggest piece is you create more freedom in your life and in your business by setting the structure in place. And what we avoid is we avoid creating the structure because we think that's going to create more work for us. And then the reality is the more structure that we have, it's like organizing our drawers. I remember, remember when I, we were talking about organizing the cabinet, the kitchen drawers and I have, there is separators in every single kitchen drawer besides like where the pots and pans are in our kitchen. And we will never have a junk drawer because there's no place to put the junk. Because I live with my quads. No, the it's Uber Virgo. <laughs> that, but then also there is no place to put the junk. Junk drawers happen because there's no system in the drawer and people just throw there's everything no in container. there. There's no container. There's no container, right? That's beautiful. And so with even a separator, like there's half the drawer that there's like a, there's like a screwdriver in one thing. Now I can put more screwdrivers in there, but also there's no place to put anything else. Like it's all just separated and we can change the organizer around rev a shelf. If you need something like this rev, it's like rev a shelf. Just go to Google and type in rev a shelf. It's the one that's like the insert insertable and you can change I like should the do layout. an Instagram story about our kitchen drawers so that everyone can watch Yeah, People this. loved it. I did one. Oh, you did. Um, the tea drawer is amazing, but you could, you should do the tea drawer and I can put it on my highlights. You can put it on your highlights. The, so it is a good metaphor, yeah. right? Like we get junky, we get wasted energy, wasted time, clutter, if you will, energetic and emotional and financial clutter because we don't have the structure. But when you put in the organizers in your drawer, then you don't have, you can't, you literally cannot put in clutter because it doesn't fit right. within the system. Yeah. One of our drawers, I'm thinking I'm not, there's no way I can stick a kitchen towel in there. Like it, it won't fit unless I take the separator out all this stuff. Like, so it well, stops We have a kitchen you. towel drawer, so you don't. Right. I know that. But the... <laughs> I'm aware. And there's a very specific way that I like to roll them. Yes, there is. But there, it, this is how we set this up for our business as well. This is how the communication structure works as well. And then you're not dealing with, and then if you don't, if somebody sends you a message on Facebook Messenger and you don't check it for 10 years, like, it's fine. You just have it very clear on your website, have it clear on your Facebook profile. I answer all messages that come over here. Yeah. And you can direct people to where you want them to go. So it could be your email address. It could just be, you know, your contact site on your website. Like it's just, you're telling people where to go. Yeah. I mean, my voice, my outgoing voicemail, for example, on my phone says, I almost never check my voicemails. If you would like to contact me, please send me a text. Hmm. Now that Apple, the iPhone has the transcript, the transcription, it's, I actually do. I just read the transcript, but I still have that on there because I know how I will go weeks without listening to a voicemail. It's true. And, but if somebody texts me, I'll usually, I don't text right back, but like usually, you know, within a matter of time. So that's one of the systems that I have in my life. I was just like, you know what? I'm stressed out about listening to my voicemails. I'm going to eliminate that as a, as a barrier. Nice. We have 13 minutes left. Okay, great. Time check. So, so this has been really powerful. And honestly, I think people have enough. So I just want to review because I took notes. Mm -hmm. So when you are looking at streamlining your business so that you can do less to have more, this is really about cutting out the extraneous stuff. That's not a good use of your time and energy. Number one, you want to take a look at your money. Are you clear on what you're bringing in for revenue and what is going out expense wise? What are the categories of the expenses and what are the categories of the income streams? Number two, 
Within the income streams, which ones are the most profitable? Meaning, which ones bring you the most bang for your buck? So bring in the most money with the least amount of effort. And that's, think about the sock shop. Which ones are your A's? The ones that sell all the time and don't take up your shelf space. But that, you know, you might have digital products, obviously, or consulting or whatever. Number three is the future planning. Where are you going? What's the goal here? And is it on the calendar? Is it, are you making it real by scheduling it in and having a plan? We look at our year, we plan things a year in advance. We are already mm-hmm. looking at, we're already scheduling out dates for next May. So it's, we're recording this at the beginning of August. We're looking at next May. And we're looking at some things even into next summer. And yep. this is how we operate because in order to do a pro job, you need to be slow in your role and giving yourself a longer runway, as mm-hmm. our friend Stu McLaren says. That's correct. And you might be like, well, there's no way I can think past September. So start there. That's okay. Yes. Yeah, Just start one week in advance. Like sit down on Sunday this week, whatever day you're listening to it, and just sit down on Sunday and plan out your week. And like, this is where my money's going to come from. This is what expenses I have this week. These are what projects I want to work on. And just start simple, right? Maybe it's even start tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, just start Tuesday night and say, what am I doing tomorrow on Wednesday? It doesn't have to be in some amazing planner or some beautiful book. It's like, just take a scrap piece of paper, your grocery receipt, your napkin that's sitting next to you and just write it out. You get start there. Yeah. And I really like looking at the year in terms of quarters. We, yep. we do that Q1, 2, 3, 4. That's really helpful. And then we know we won't jam pack any quarter too full. Yeah. Mostly. And then the side, the side benefit of all of this is that you want to really be listening to what's going on in your life physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally because your personal life is going to affect your business life. So you might even sit down after listening to this episode and make those, draw those four circles and just write out a few ideas, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, what's going on in you in each of those areas and know that those are going to be impacting your business. Hmm. Maybe I should make a planner with those. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mike's key tip, you know, this is your key takeaway. There's so many different systems, but the place to start with is communication. Looking at what are all the channels of ways people can reach you and how can you minimize those so that you are talking, especially regarding your business, but maybe even in your whole life that you have prioritized. Okay, this is how we communicate. These are the steps that need to happen to get XYZ done. And this is how we communicate about it within one channel of communication whether it be, you know, it, it probably should be your project management software. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Right? If you go to, <laughs> if you want the details on exactly what we do, just go to MikeJWatts.com. My actual opt-in on the website gives you the three tools that we use all the time. Perfect. And I'll link up there. Also on shop, KateNorthrop.com forward slash shop. We have them there as well. Oh, great. But I mean, teamwork oh, no. we like, uh, I looked at, oh, it's, you guys have no idea. I spent like a year researching project management software. such a waste of time. And we were on Basecamp. I was like, we got to find something else. This isn't working. I go and download all these things and go through it. We're just stay on Basecamp. Like it was just, just such a waste. And then we redid our team and basically we looked at teamwork. Because Lisa. Because you can do with customer service as part of teamwork instead of having like another software. And then also, yeah, Lisa came on board and was like, this is what I like. And then also they have a chat feature just like Slack. So you can do three systems in one. And we really like using teamwork. So. So. 
if this conversation is relevant to you and you have a gut sense that you could benefit from some streamlining and some systems and some more effectiveness in your business, then we would invite you to join us on the waitlist for the online business playbook, which is opening next week. We only have 100 spots, so you'll want to get on there if this is of interest to you. KateNorthrop.com forward slash playbook. If you have a hankering for some personal one-on-one attention, Mike's coaching spots are open again for the first time in about six months. So he's actually vetting new clients right now. He, yep. And that's at MikeJWatts.com. Uh, yeah, MikeJWatts.com forward slash, uh, you can just go to work with me. So. Why don't you talk a little bit about what the online business playbook is, just to give the summary of what people can expect. Yeah, so the online business playbook is an eight-week program with six chapters, if you will, of content delivery and two open Q&As. It's a small group program, so only 100 people. And you are basically getting access to us and our team, which is an absolute rock star online business team. I truly believe we have one of the best teams in the industry in terms of kindness, conscientiousness, creativity, effectiveness, smarts, love, open-mindedness. I just, I love our team so much. I'm so grateful. And so you'll get six sessions. My session is about bringing your voice into the world and creating content because that's what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. Um, Your session is about, is with Akila. Yep. And it's about systems, operating, funnels, Mm -hmm. some more nitty gritty stuff. We have Haley and Jeff giving a session about social media management, Facebook ads, how to really rock getting your traffic from social media. We have Licia talking about how to be the captain of the ship. So management, hiring, and team culture, how to create inclusivity and basically effectiveness and motivation within your team, how to get the best people, how to keep the best people. And then Lisa will be talking about community care and how to not only get new customers, but retain them because it is way cheaper to keep a customer than it is to get a new customer and how to really cultivate that customer experience that keeps people coming back time after time after time. And Joe doing a session on your visual identity and branding. So key questions you need to be asking yourself. And so this program is the only one out there that I know of where, you know, a lot of online business leaders teach their own programs, which is great. But the reality is behind the scenes, they're not actually doing that work. And so while I'm, listen, I love all the online business courses. We take them. We love them. But I think it's really unique and special to be hearing from the people who are actually implementing the things that we do in our online business, because I only implement writing the content. So it really makes no sense for me to then be teaching you about creating funnels, for example, Mm -hmm. Um, even though I know the general idea, I can't get into the nitty gritty. So that's what online business playbook is about. And... We're so excited to give you a behind the scenes tour of how we run things because we know if you see the real life, how it's done, it will really speed up your learning curve. And we talked about in some of our promotions for it that there are things that we don't know we don't know that are holding us back from growing our business. For me, I didn't understand that systems were a thing. Right. And it kept me smaller for years because I was like really all over the place. 
It's true. Like an but octopus, we, right? Like, you like have with a strength all of... the arms. And I just, I hadn't, you know, whatever. I was doing what I was doing. But I could have grown a lot faster if I had gotten systems in place early on. But I didn't know that that was a thing. Right. Your strength is creating the content, coming up with the ideas. And you're like, all these other things happen. And that's, I just love the online business playbook because exa- just building off what Kate said. And there's also a live event that's attached to this that's taking place in November in Maine. November Whoa. 8th. Ooh. More details will come. Boom, 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 boom. More details will come on that. But oh, the space is awesome. I love the space. It's really amazing. So it's because you see all the faces that take place out there. And the biggest thing that I have always dreamed, like I've been in management for a while, right? Before even running our company. Like that's what I did at Philip Morris. That's what I did at my internships in college. That's why I have a, I have, my second degree is organizational leadership and supervision. It's being in charge of things. But one thing I realized early on when I was in my twenties is you empower the people that are around you and that's how you create good teams, right? It's the top from the top down screaming and creating anxiety and stress for all your team members. And I was on way too many sports teams where the coaches just scream and yell at you and like, this is how we're going to produce. That's why I quit every sport I ever tried. (laughs) And so when you look at running a business, I just love the fact like bringing someone's entire organization to teach, like what Kate said, because when you look out companies, it's way more happening than just the person that's face or name that's on the building right? Or the face or name that's on the website or what that is. And it's to allow the other people to shine, number one. And it's also to their specialty, right? It makes no sense for like Joe to put a branding thing together and then I'm going to teach on it. That makes absolutely no sense, right? And so it's, it's allowing these guys to thrive because they, that's their specialty. And the way, the biggest thing with this is they're narrowing it so if you're a solo entrepreneur and there's only one or two people on your team, or maybe it's just you, you can take the highlights from each one of those stories because you're learning the top couple strategies that we use in our business on a daily basis. And you can just implement those, right? You don't have to go spend three years researching how to find graphics that... You don't have to spend a year looking for the best project management software. No, in Joe's fact, just going to tell you. Yeah, you don't have to find the best project management. Just download Teamwork if you need one. Like, it's done, you know? It's not visually the most beautiful, right? But it works. There's far more things in there that we use that we don't, just like every other software system, right? But it's just like, just do it because we've already spent the time and money to do it. So yeah, the online business playbook is going to be cool. I am really excited about the live event that's attached to it. And uh, yeah, it's been good. I don't know, but it's been a good birthday podcast. Happy birthday, honey. Thanks. I love you. I love you too. You're awesome. And we'll see you guys later. Where do they go for the wait list? KateNorthup.com forward slash playbook great bye ever feel like you're constantly doing things but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you mike and i want to share our top five tools for making a life not just a living to learn what they are go to katenorthrop.com forward slash tools see you on the next episode